Welcome to the Your Dream or Mine podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of. Women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, then sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Your Dream or Mind pod is episode 69. I feel like I haven't recorded a solo episode in ages and I think that's because I've started batching my content more which is good because it means that I kind of get a lot more done in in a set space of time rather than spreading it out but it also means it feels like blooming ages since I actually recorded one I think um I did do my covid and me episode with, with my very very croaky voice I'm sure if I played that back now I'd be surprised at just how croaky I was um pleased to report that I am completely over it and I don't have long COVID, which is what I suspected. I am prone to a little bit of hypochondria. So um, it was a delight to realise after three weeks, exactly three weeks after testing positive, I woke up and felt like the old me again, which um, was about time to be honest, because I was quite bored of feeling worn out and uh, not being able to hear properly. So Good to be back and firing on all cylinders and voice back to the manly low levels that um, it usually is. So today's episode is called There Is Always More. Interesting title, you might think. What's that all about? Well, because I wanted to explore with you about how sometimes we limit ourselves because we think there's a finite amount of stuff. And because we think there's a finite amount, we therefore get stressed out, nervous, worried, anxious, precious, a bit negative, a bit self-limiting, because we think there's only a limited amount of whatever it is. But the reality is that with virtually everything in life, there is always more. So I guess the first thing that we think about when we think about setting up our own business, transitioning into our dream business, we might worry about money. We might really worry about money. And money is one of those really tricky things. Now, I must say, I must put a caveat in, I'm not a money mindset coach. Although having done a lot of work on my own money mindset, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve but that's not my main kind of focus as a coach. But I guess the premise of money mindset, and, and you'll find this a bit a bit kind of hard to get your head around, I suspect, to start with. The premise of it is the more that you worry about money, the further away it gets. And the kind of irony of that is that when you first start out in business, when you make any money, you know, you're searching to make money. And when you make any money, you're really, really pleased about that money that you make. So then you're chasing more 
And, and as I said, the irony of money mindset is the more you chase money, the kind of further away it runs from you. And uh, which is so frustrating, right? When you are setting out on that journey to entrepreneurship, solopreneurship, whatever you want to call it, running your own business, you really want money to come in and you're so pleased when it comes in and then you're really worried that you won't get any more. Do you see what I mean? So first of all, you want your first bit of business and you're like, yes, I've got my first bit of business. And you feel so pleased and you can't believe that somebody paid you for the work that you did. You really can't believe it. If you've never done it before, you know, if that's your first foray into your own business, you're like, yes, somebody paid me for the work that I did. And it feels amazing. And what immediately follows that is, oh my God, how am I going to get more work? How am I going to get paid by somebody different for more work? Do you see what I mean? And therein lies the, uh, the kind of paradox of money mindset. So you immediately start thinking well there isn't there won't be any more there isn't more there won't be any more and of course there's always more but the moment you get into that money mindset block of thinking there isn't any more chances are it doesn't really come to you now if you're not really done much kind of mindset work or money mindset work you might think oh come off it Laura it's not as easy as that but honestly it's about opening yourself up it's about positivity it's about connecting with all the good things being like you know a kind of magnetic um a receiver of money and things like that and you'd be amazed it's almost like you've got to kind of turn your back and uh, hide from it and then the money will appear so on the you know in the early stages or oh, in the early years of your business, um, there will be this feeling that there isn't there isn't enough money. You're not going to make enough money. And I'm here to tell you that there is always more. Um, talk about time. Sometimes people say, uh, I haven't got enough time to do that thing. And I'll say to you, there is always more. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not getting into that big debate about we've all got the same 24 hours as Beyonce or whoever it was who said that. And um, you can't make time. However, you can use your time in a more effective way. So there isn't more time, but that you could have more time available to you if you did spend less time doing the things that were unproductive. So when I hear clients say, oh, I really want to start my own business, but I just don't have time. The reality is that there is time. There is always time. There is absolutely always time. So there's time to um, there's time to you know stop doing some stuff and start doing something different instead. Um, so there's always more time. You can make more time available to do the things that you want to do. And of course the the trick is to make the time when you are employed and having your salary paid by somebody else spend the time building your business then so that you are able to transition into your own business more quickly. So the more work you do when you're working for somebody else, which feels exhausting. I get it. I've been there. It feels absolutely exhausting because you have to be doing all the things for all the people and juggling work and starting your own business and the kids and family and your partner and exercise and diet and stuff like that and shopping and commitments all of that I get it I get it because I've been there 
But there is time. And if you create that time, if you manage that time better when you are working for somebody else, then you will be able to transition to working for you. And therefore, you will have more time because it's your time. You can decide how you spend it. So if you're thinking, uh, oh, there isn't enough time, I'm telling you, there's always more. What about your energy then? It's one of the key things I look at in terms of my um, dream transition method. What's your energy around what you want to do? Like, do you really want it? Do you really, really want to do that thing that you've been dreaming of? Do you really want to set up your own business? Do you really want to transition into it? Do you want to be your own boss, set your own time, work with who you want to, earn your own money? Do you really want to do that? How much do you want to do it? And sometimes people will say, I just don't have the energy. I just don't have the energy. And I'm here to tell you, as I'm saying with all of these, there's always more. You've always got more energy. If you've ever been a a runner, I used to love running. I used to be quite good at it. If you've ever been a runner or you have competed in some sort of competition race, I don't know, charity event, something like that. You might get to the point where you think, "Ugh, I've absolutely done it. You might be three quarters of the way through, whatever it is. And you think, I've absolutely got nothing left in me. And um, I just can't do it. And you know what? You've always got more energy because something around you will prompt you to push forward. I was actually talking about this at my workshop the other week. I was saying the first half marathon I did, I did it where I grew up in Gloucestershire and I couldn't really remember I didn't know the route like I didn't know where I was coming out and I was feeling exhausted my first one I was at about 12 and a half miles and I thought oh god I can't um it's too much I can't you know I don't even know where I am so I couldn't gauge how far I had left to run and then I came around this corner and I recognized a landmark and I realized I was so close to the finish it was great because I didn't have I didn't have that thought where I had a great big long run in anyway so I saw uh, Gloucestershire uh, friends listening. I saw Tricorn House and I thought, right, it's just round the corner. I've just got to run round this roundabout and, and up the uh, up the final stretch. And as I came round the roundabout and I looked up, I saw my uh, first husband and my children. So he was holding, um, my ex-husband was holding my youngest in his arms and my other two were standing there and they were all cheering me on. Come on, mummy! As I came running in and uh, I cried, naturally. So I was running and crying. But I tell you what, I bloody found some energy. I legged it in for that last bit and uh, did my first half marathon. I was a lot younger, I'll just say that. But my first half marathon in 155.55. And uh, something nice about those numbers, right? And then just probably burst into tears again when I saw my kids, um, you know, oh, mummy, I'm so proud of you. Just amazing. So we have it in us as human beings to always find more energy for something. If you really want it, you'll find the energy. So for me, that was that final push. I've been eating jelly babies on the way around. But that final push was my children and... The final push for me in anything is always my children, always in everything that I do. They are the reason that I push on because I want to do it for them. I want to give them things, time, money, holidays, energy, whatever. 
Um, so there's always more energy. What about uh, enthusiasm then? What about if you said, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've got enough enthusiasm, Laura, because I... I've kind of, you know, I'm not that enthusiastic about things and I, I don't know, I kind of tend to give up. And I'd say, do you know, <laughs> there's always more enthusiasm. The way to connect in with your enthusiasm about what you're doing is to understand what you are going to get from it at the end. So in my dream transition method, I refer to that as the magic. What are you going to get at the end? What's in it for you? If you understand why you're doing something what the outcome is going to be, not what the process is to get there, not what you're going to have to do to get there, but what you will get at the end. That's how you create more enthusiasm in yourself. If you if you can see, a bit like me in that race, if you can see the finish line, if you can see it and you can see when I get to that finish line, life is going to be, don't know, whatever you want it to be, calmer, happier, quieter, more time with my kids, more time with my partner, no commute, better life balance, whatever it is, if you can see that and connect in with it, connect with that magic, then you will find the enthusiasm to keep going. You will find the enthusiasm to keep to keep engaged in what you're doing. Remember, when you work for yourself, there's nobody above you saying, have you done that such and such, Laura? Or have you worked on that? Or how about this new idea, Laura? It all comes from you. So you've got to find the enthusiasm And for me, the enthusiasm just keeps growing because it's mine, because I created it, right? So everything I do in my business, it was my idea. I created it. I've grown it. I'm pushing on with it. I love it. I've just, just this last week, I've launched um, a new networking group where I live in Ampton in Bedfordshire. If you are around and you would like to come on the 16th of June and you are a female business owner, I'd love to have you. Have a look on Instagram and Facebook for the Dream Life Business Club. Come and join us. Um, my enthusiasm for that is so high because I'm so excited about an opportunity to get female business owners in Ampton and the surrounding villages or, you know, surrounding areas together. Brilliant. So what about if you are working in a business and you work with clients and you think, oh, Laura, the problem is there's only so many clients to go around there's only so many clients and, you know, where I live, I don't know that many people and there's only so many clients. There are always more clients because there are always more people. I sometimes really struggle with this myself. Not that I don't think there are more clients, but I struggle with the comprehension of how many people there are in in my town, in my county, in the UK, in my corner of the world. It's massive, right? So if you think about, if you're on Facebook, look at how many Facebook friends you've got and then think, well, that's just, you know, and I don't know how many you've got that is academic, but however that number is, you think, wow, I know that many people. And of course, not everybody you know is on Facebook. So you might take that number and double it because you'll be thinking about people at work, people at your kids' school, people you meet in the pub, people you used to go to school with. You know loads of people. So if you just think about all those people and think, well, out of all those people, surely some of them would be a potential client. And if I know that many people, then they might know that many people and the next person might know that many people. And suddenly that allows you to expand your thoughts about the fact that there are always more clients. 
if you do client-based work, it's a bit like money. The more you focus on the particular client you work with, the further away they get from you because they sense desperation. So um, you have to be so positive and confident when you're, you know, putting a proposal to your client or talking to them because there's always more clients. There will always be somebody else. And you don't need that many clients to have a sustainable business. It depends what you do, of course, but you just don't because you get repeat business, regular business. You work with them over a period of time. It doesn't matter what the business is, but you don't actually need that many clients in order to grow your business. You don't need a thousand when you first start out. You just need a handful. And it's the same with sales. There will always be more sales. Again, this is something I've had to get my head around. Go, well, oh, hang on. If I've sold this to this thing to one person, well, that's it. I've got nothing left to say to them. It's ridiculous. I've got loads to say, as you can tell by my podcast. I've got loads to say. I've got loads to engage people in. I've got loads to support people with. I've got loads to coach people about. I've got loads to mentor people around. The further I get into my business, the more I want to offer there's always more. There's always more clients. There are always more sales. Believe me, because it's true. What about opportunity then? When I was a kid and, you know, I wanted to do stuff, it was like, oh, this is your great opportunity. This is like the opportunity of a lifetime. This is the best thing that's ever going to happen. This is it. And I think I used to feel that way a lot. But the reality is, as the world has changed, as I've got older, so I'm 47, so I was a teenager a very long time ago, um, you don't just get one shot. There isn't one opportunity. There's so many opportunities in life. So if you're feeling that, you know, and maybe that's an age thing, I'm going to do a whole episode about age because I think it's so important. Um, So important in the sense that it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, we get bogged down with how old we are and how important that is. And it's the reality is it's not it's not relevant at all. It's completely irrelevant. So um, there is always more opportunity and opportunity presents itself in lots of different ways. And the more open and positive and inquisitive you are about opportunity, the more you will find it will come your way. This is linked to all the other things, clients, money, etc. It's it's not that it magically comes along because you think about it, but it's because your mind is open to it. You are actively looking around you. Where's the opportunity? Oh, there it is. So opportunity comes along in all different shapes and sizes. And you don't have to feel that you had one shot at something. It didn't work out. Therefore, that's it. Your opportunity's gone. There's no finite amount of opportunity. There is always more. So whatever stage you're at in life, whatever you're doing, whether you tried business before and it didn't work, whether you um, feel you're too old, you've left it too late, you absolutely haven't. You absolutely haven't. I was listening to um, a podcast with Lisa Johnson, who you'll remember I interviewed the other week. I was listening to a podcast of hers this morning and she was saying that she has clients who are 75 who are starting businesses. How amazing is that? Love it. So there's more, always more opportunity. The other thing I wrote down that there's always more of is calories. I don't know why I wrote that. I just liked it. Maybe because I'm kind of keeping a bit of a focus on calories at the moment. But um, 
I think maybe I wrote that because sometimes I get a bit of a siege mentality with food and you just think, oh, I've got to eat all of that because that's the only time I'm ever going to have like tiramisu or chocolate brownies or, you know, cheesecake again. And, and the reality is there's always more. So we don't have to eat it all at once because there'll be more. There's always more cake. There's always more um, eating out opportunities. There's just always more. So we don't have to go mad about that. You'll find it. There's always more calories. Um but I tell you what there isn't more of. There's one thing in life that there is not more of, and that is absolutely factually true. There is not more of you. Even if you're a twin or a triplet, there's still only one you because you'll still be different to your siblings. There is only one you. So whatever it is that you've decided that you want to do in terms of your business, in terms of your life, there is only one you. Nobody can replicate you because you are amazing. Amazing, you're unique, you're fabulous, you're flawed, you're brilliant, you're fascinating, you're exasperating, you're all of those things. You're, you know, annoying, irritating, brilliant, good company, sensitive, insensitive. You're all of those things, but there is only one you. So when you think about, well, if I'm going into business, I know there's loads of other VAs or coaches or mentors or social media, um, like content creators or, um, oh, driving instructors, taxi drivers. What it doesn't matter what it is, whatever it is that you want to do. And you're thinking, oh, well, there's loads of other people that do that. Remember. There is always more of those, but there is only one of you. And the, the, all of the you that you will bring to your business is what will make your business ultimately so successful because you are just you. So there is always more. There's always more. There's an abundance, but there's always more of everything that we have in life. But there is only one you. You do you because you do you in the absolute best way possible. Let me know if this episode has resonated with you. I would love to hear your feedback. And of course, the other thing I love is if you leave me a five star review and subscribe to the podcast. This helps other people to find the podcast much more easily and helps me to spread the word. And uh, do you know what? My listening figures are pretty good, but I wouldn't mind a bit of a push on them. So thank you for listening. Hope this episode resonated with you. Why don't you share it on social media if uh, you know somebody who needs a bit of a boost and a bit of a reminder that there is always more. Don't forget to tag me in at The Dream Transition Mentor. Have a good week. See you next time, my fellow dreamer. You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. If you enjoyed it, could you do me a favour? Please leave a review, a five-star one would be perfect, and subscribe. This helps other listeners to find the podcast much more easily. Oh, and don't forget to come and find me on social media. The links are in the show notes. I would love to help you to transition into your own dream life. It's what I'm really good at. See you next time, my fellow dreamer.